0: what's going on everybody and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast where we talk about the ladies and greatest in cybersecurity news as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall my name is ryan williams as always i'm joined by Tynes. what's up what's up what's going on and chris abacons with us all week what's going on everybody What's going on, Chris? So uh, thank you again for tuning in. So Monday, Tuesday, are topics, Wednesday, are discussion like this one. And then Thursday will be a throwback. So it'll be something from our almost 500 episodes that we'll go back and through the archive and find something good for, uh, for the audience. And then Fridays, everything else, movies, books, games, all that good stuff. Without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon.
1: All right, everybody. So this article comes from federalnewsnetwork.com written by Justin Doubleday. And the title of this one is CISA hails progress on cyber risk visibility, but lawmakers Eye expanded share services. So what they're talking about in this one, right? So um, CISA has this program where they do no notice penetration testing, right? Um, Across federal agencies, which to me, wow, that's the way to do it, right? Like, for for us especially in the military right like we we know how the game is played right when you know an inspection is coming all of a sudden you know you got to put a little bit more work in you might be doing 12s you know what i mean like hey this is how like you're putting forward the front like hey this is how we look all year all year round right man that ne- may not necessarily be the case right so but what they're talking about doing here is doing no notice penetration testing and then going back to the to the to the agencies and being like, hey, this is what we found. These are your crits, these are your highs, this is what needs to be remedied. Um, which I'm all for, right? Like start start doing these types of things to make sure people keep them on their toes, right? Now, I'm all for it, right? But here's here's where we have a problem here, right? So, like, even though this is something that CISA offers and something that they do, um, there was a uh there was a, a not a vote but they they they're looking at doing the 2024 budget and they're talking about doing a 25% decrease in the budget across sisa right like i i'm not going to sit here and say CISA is barely staying afloat but to do a 25% cut like anybody it's going to hurt anybody right so for these initiatives that they take and we and we we highlight sisa a lot on this podcast you know what i mean like there's a lot of good things that i believe that they're doing um that are helpful to not just federal agencies even right like there's like you can reach out to them for help not even being a federal agency and they're 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 down for it you know they're down for the cause but to give them a 25% cut like that's deep you know what i mean like we, that's not what we want like for us for us as a nation to go through what we've been going through um, when it comes to cyber security and the different ransomware attacks and things like that like i don't want to see people putting gas and tra- in plastic trash bags again you know what i mean because we got another colonial pipeline coming up you know what i mean because that that's that's kind of what you're 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 kind of begging for that when you start doing these budget cuts, you know, across the board, like especially for something that's becoming way more prevalent, you know what I mean, when it comes to cybersecurity, like, if you're going to cut, cut from somewhere else, right? Like, and and I know, it's going to be unpopular. I know, I know we're all, I know we're all Former military members, right? But like sometimes the Department of Defense, I mean, we we get a bit much, you know what I mean? We 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 get a bit much when it comes to the budget, you know what I mean? Um, and us all having been in, like we know what happens come the end of the fiscal year, right? We know how we we know how we played that money game, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, like cutting money where it doesn't seem to need to be cut, this this is where this is where the discussion needs to be, right? Like, is there is there other places like if you if you deem it to where there needs to be cut somewhere? when it comes to CISA and cybersecurity, it doesn't seem to be the move, especially in this day and age, especially when we're expanding and putting like cybersecurity in the DOD and things of that nature, right? Like, um, or not cybersecurity, AI, right? Um, into into like the cybersecurity realm. This, this is where... This is where we need to be devoting more resources, more money, right? Like uh, in, in the current administration, like they're doing it by investing billions with a B, right? Like Pentagon wars out here, you know what I'm saying? So like <laughs> this is this is, this is is what needs to be getting done nowadays. And a 25% cut, like I, I don't like to see that being what it is going forward. And it's not finalized yet. Like it was a proposal, been voted on and everything. But like everybody has to come together and say, yeah, that's what it's going to be. But 25%, that's steep. But Chris, what's your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, kind of going back on the 25% cut, it's it's kind of like businesses out there, right? So kind of on a previous discussion, I don't think organizations are going to want to spend any money on cybersecurity, cybersecurity until it hits them, right? Until it affects their bottom line. Right. In this case, I think the government is looking at, hey, what 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 where is our taxpayer money well allocated to? Hey. We have roads to fund. We've got, you know, programs for, you know, certain states, you know, highways, things of that nature, right? Where are they, where are they looking for a way? They're looking for ways to cut the fat. And unfortunately, like cybersecurity is still seen as like a luxury or still seen as like a, uh, it's still it's still a bolt-on, right? People, we, we talked in our studies, hey, don't don't practice bolt-on security, right? unfortunately we're just we're still we're still at that right especially the government it's an afterthought when we've got people so operational in, in their you know in in their workflow their battle rhythm integrity right they're all about how can we get this done and they're not necessarily like for cybersecurity professionals we're, we're, we're talking about hey how is it how, how can we make this journey secure right they're just care they just care about the journey right and unfortunately sometimes we are seen as you know the bad guy, right? We're we're the we're the no fun police. Sometimes, like you can't be doing that. And you know, maybe that's unfortunately people in Congress, uh, specifically some of these who are um, proposing new laws. You know, they're they're not a lot of them are they, they're lawyers, right? A lot of them don't come from industry, and they're they're lawmakers, they career people, right? So they don't have that operational experience. Like, hey, look, this can be really bad if this happens to us. Um, it doesn't affect the, them that much, as ex, exactly, them, yes. exactly. And then my other thoughts, kind of on the no notice penetration testing thing. I'm assuming that the agencies would have to sign on to some kind of agreement at first. Hey, you will be, you may be subjected to a penetration test within this time frame, right? So I wouldn't say it's necessarily 100% no notice because let's say if another three agents, let's just say, hey, DHS is going to get. Hit at randomly without any notice ever, right? They're gonna think it's a they're gonna think it's a, you know a nation state or some kind of advanced persistent threat coming at them, right? So I I thought about that just recently, and it's just it it, it would be interesting, right? But the no notice penetration testing thing I think is very cool. It's a it keeps people on their toes, right? And remember, um, no notice penetration testing is not just on the digital, right? They could they could deploy teams to conduct social engineering right and that's where you can get kind of fun like hey i they can come back and say oh they can just walk into the uh director's office it's like hey guys uh i'm part of cisa and i'm part of the something called the cat team and i just uh i just penetrated your defenses for it's physical security right your controls are not working i just piggybacked off one of your employees right and imagine that so i'm just thinking all these like kind of fun not necessarily fun for the. You know that organization for a security
0: officer for the security <laughs> officer
2: like you know <laughs> and then yeah I'm, I'm thinking about situations like that where you know it's it, it'd be fun right um then again though i think these programs are great and i think susan needs to continue doing what they're doing i think they're definitely more active recently especially like on linkedin right where they're 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 they're, they're putting out these bulletins for industry as well as federal and that's where I think CISA needs to, you know, I don't think CISA needs because I think they need, need more funding, right? And like, really, and two, to, to hire talent because industry pays more, right? CISA, to hire some of these government employees, they, they're trying to get, they, they need to attract talent, right? And the best way to uh, grow an organization is with, with the right talent. And then, yeah, it, it takes some money, right?
1: To, to me, it would seem Caesar would ha- would have an easy case to make here, right? So, like, mm-hmm. we talk about how for the politicians, it doesn't really affect them, right? They're still going to get their gas. They're, they're going to be prioritized if, if the poop hits the fan. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're not going to experience what the what the what the average American is going to experience, right? And for CISA, they could they could easily just walk in and be like, okay, well, do you guys remember the Colonial Pipeline? Do you remember the water plants in Florida? Do you remember JBS mm-hmm. not being able to get food? Like they could just rattle off all these things and be like, no, this doesn't affect your constituents, right? Like the people that 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 voted you in here, right? They can they can vote you out. Well, you hope they can vote you out. Sometimes it's just you know if you just got certain letters after your name, they're just going to vote for you. It's whatever, but mm-hmm. um. It seems like an easy case to make for me. But again, because we're all into IT and cybersecurity, like we know of these things and we know what goes into it. Right. So for us yeah. it, this is this is an easy call, guys. Like I don't I don't know how guys and gals, I don't know how we're gonna cut funding for this by twenty five percent, like a quarter of it. You know what I mean? Like that is that is huge.
0: Right. I, I think I I think it's just like any other time where it's it's that's the the highest they 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 would like to cut I think it's going to come well hopefully woefully lower than that hopefully maybe 10 or less um but yeah you're both right like if you're going to cut from anybody I don't think those are the the, that's not the best organization to do those cuts um only because of it's only going to get worse so you if like Chris said you just have to give it more funding but at the same time it's it feels inexhaustible, right? Like it's just you keep feeding money into these organizations, not just CISA, because I like CISA, but just in general, trying to prop up uh the private sector, right? Because that's that's who's utilizing so like government agencies are, are utilizing CISA as well, but like local government, federal government, uh all need CISA, but private industry also has the ability to use them as a crutch. So I'm not gonna pay, you know, X amount of dollars to do it myself to build this uh this department within my own organization where i can leverage CISA's uh know-how which is completely free right like so if you want to do a tabletop go to CISA. if you want to do um some work on your uh, uh business uh continuity plans or, or risk assessments you can always just go to CISA if you wanted to uh it might be a little bit they may have a backlog depending on your state or your local uh how how frequently they're used within your local governments. uh but they're always a resource you can leverage to get free services from where you don't have to pay somebody to be there to do it for you um and that that may be who's using up a lot of the resources um and and causing the uh the budget to seem inflated so to speak but like uh so one of you said i i think it was uh shannon about the the roads no it was apicon it was chris i'm sorry military <laughs>
2: uh, oh, yeah. about the
0: roads and things of that nature right like when uh the colonial pipeline thing happened it wasn't because uh a, a bridge collapsed or a road was destroyed or, or eroded or there's bad weather it was simply a phishing campaign or a a uh, social networking attack like things that could be uh afforded by having good cyber hygiene by having People who can hopefully help you quickly recover your your business continuity uh, or or uh, your incident response. Right, it wasn't a road, so I think the money should be there, uh, just like you two, you two are saying. Like that should be the case uh, to to help get them where they need to be. And is still hiring, so I don't even know if SZA is, I'm sure they're prioritizing, like where they're gonna, yeah. where this cut's gonna happen, or whatever. But I, I see them all the time on LinkedIn, still pulling people in, still advertising their services, still trying to get more people um, uh, in the pipeline. Because, um, like you said, like they're paying a lot more probably outside of CISA, so it's, you have to get people in, right? It's probably a constant recruiting process because people are, are bouncing out to the private sector, uh, would be my assumption uh, as well. So you need to not only fill the positions you currently have, but then you have to keep the pipeline open to get people into the into the seats as people you know bounce out to uh to better prospects so hopefully the cuts don't hit them uh as hard as we're thinking uh and then cis can keep doing this thing and it, it shouldn't be a bipartisan thing so like when i read into the article uh i didn't really see where it was coming from like maybe it's all the congress is like hey this is too expensive um but if it's coming down to party lines uh because it was propped up by a certain administration or whatever. Then that, that's just not helpful for anybody because these these politicians might not care about uh, access and resources themselves, but uh, again, their constituents will be hit by the next JBS or the next. Uh, I think it was Oldsmar Water Plant that was being attacked. So we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. But. Uh, please continue to tune in throughout the week. So again, uh, Channel and Chris will be here all week uh, to discuss all of the good cybersecurity stuff. Thursday will be a throwback Thursday. Not exactly sure which one I'm going to put up. And then Friday, everything else. So movies, books, games, all that good stuff. So if you listen to us in the proper order, or I don't care how you listen to us, as long as you listen to us, Monday, so there are topics, <laughs> Wednesday discussion, Thursdays throwback, Fridays, everything else, movies, books, games, all that good stuff. So uh, please set us up by the socials that go by our name. Give me a person. I'm at RYRYsecurityGuy. That's Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse,
2: Threads, and Twitter. And where can I find you, Chris? You can find me on LinkedIn under Chris Abacon. Last name is spelled A-Bacon. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. The first one, the second